Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. For me, it is good morning, but good whatever it is, whenever you're hearing this. Episode number 12. And honestly, I feel like I kind of took a break from these. Um, but if, today, just I was excited to get on the mic. And to be honest, don't really know where I'm going to take it with this podcast, with this episode, but... Um, we'll just go along today. It's more of a laid back chit chat kind of vibes. Uh, like we are chilling at the couch, sipping on your favorite drink and just kind of chatting it up. I do want to just recap a little bit of last episode because I got sent the sweetest messages and that just tells me that I am doing what I wanted to do or what I've been pursuing and that is just reaching out and relating to some of you and making each other feel a little less lonely. So last episode I had Kareli on here and we just kind of talked a little bit of mom life. I mean this is a topic that we can honestly go on forever because there's just so much but it just warmed my heart in a new level getting your messages. Some moms saying what a good episode it was, how they could relate, how they thought the two perspectives were so good for us to share. And it just means the world, honestly. Like that kind of is what keeps it going because let me tell you something. It gets a little lonely when you're, you know, just putting out these episodes and then you can track like analytics and whatnot, right? But then you don't really know how the audience is receiving it, how they're liking it, how they're, well, you can actually rate the podcast. So if you haven't done that, make sure to give us five stars, um, Apple Podcasts, Samsung Podcasts, Spotify, I'll list it every um, podcast station, whatever app that you can listen to. But um, it just means a lot when you have that human to human connection and they're telling you that was such a good episode or I am so excited to listen to the next one or whatever little message it is even a uh, hey good job it just means the world to me I don't know it, it, it fuels my my drive to want to keep doing some of the things I enjoy one thing I've been practicing is balancing my life so not just like <clears throat> excuse me work-life balance because I feel like I'm very fortunate where my job um, does give me a lot of flexibility to take care of like the baby and stuff like that but I also am a very creative person I like to create I like to be hands-on I like to be artsy crafty and a podcast is kind of one of the many ways that I like to get creative and just getting those types of messages motivates me and fuels me and wants me to keep doing what I'm doing because I'm I feel like I'm getting rewarded like it's paying off if that makes sense uh never has it been my goal oh I need to reach x amount of followers and be like the biggest podcast out there honestly like I'm just trying to do things solely for myself and for my heart and my happiness and if you know that's just two people listening I don't care like I'm doing it because it's a one thing I look forward to like for this morning. I looked forward to putting the baby to sleep so that I can come on here and honestly just 
chat because I've been very structured, I feel like, with my podcast. Like, I'll have a time frame of what I want to say, the subjects, the topics, and I have notes. And I have notes still today, but I don't really have much of a specific topic we'll talk about. It's kind of going to be a little chit-chat. Like I said, chilling on the couch, hanging out, us girls and gals, um, girls and gals, girls and guys. Anyways, you get my point, gals and gentlemen. What does gals mean? Gals. Okay. Anyway, speaking of sleep, um, if you follow me on Instagram, follow me on Instagram because I'm going to talk about a lot of like what I share on Instagram here because I share most of my life, not everything, but I do share quite a bit. Um, And we've been sleep training. Baby is nine months. Also, hello, he's going to be one year soon. Um, but baby is one, nine months now. And if you followed me on social media, I've shared how we've just struggled with his sleep. I knew motherhood was going to be hard in many ways, but I never thought sleep was going to be like the core issue of everything, of all my struggles, basically. But um, yeah, he's just never been a good sleeper. Like even as a newborn, he could care less to sleep. He would fight sleep. I bought the guides that you find online. Um, I'm not going to name like the names of the guides or like the companies that I've used because I'll talk a little bit about one of them here. But like nothing was really working. I've Googled stuff. I've I've had other apps that talk about like sleep and like sleep regressions and wake windows. And I've asked friends. I've I've just kind of looked left and right for all the resources to find things that you know could help me and I learned a lot about sleep wake windows your baby's sleep cues and whatnot Uh, food goes hand in hand so like your baby being fed right affects their sleep obviously you know if they're hungry they're gonna be they're gonna wake up whatever um but it's just, I don't know, like, I was missing something, something was just not clicking, and we had, like, not a set schedule, we still don't have very much of, like, a set schedule, and I'll get into that, but every day was just super unpredictable, it was a task to put the baby to sleep, and that's what was killing me, I was like, I cannot spend 40 minutes trying to put him to sleep, because all of a sudden, like, I feel like I woke up 7 a.m. and all of a sudden it was 3 p.m. and I was honestly like falling behind in everything and feeling like shit myself. I you know had meetings. I would take my meetings but like I had to entertain the baby and so like my focus wasn't 100% on either one and that was stressful and then cleaning up so like my house duties, laundry, like I hate to clean but love it at the same time because it makes me feel good afterwards like I hate being in a messy place like if my space is not organized and just looks like shit like it makes me feel like shit and I know with like the baby and especially now that he's super mobile like the toys and all that stuff I've learned to let go some of that because I look at it as he's having a good time he's having fun he's playing he's exploring we're like my living room floor right now is a mess so 
I'm learning to appreciate that type of mess in a different way. But like, for example, the kitchen or the floors, or if I need to vacuum, like stuff like that. Laundry, especially. Can we talk about laundry for a second? Not just baby laundry. I feel like my laundry all of a sudden, I can't keep up with it. And I don't know why, but it's just like, it's to the point where I've started putting clothes aside to sell. I sell my clothes on Curtsy. It's an it's a free app. It's kind of like Depop, ThreadUp, <coughs> excuse me. And you go on there and you can sell your stuff. Uh, great way to thrift, especially if you live around where I live. The thrift stores, in my case, I've never been lucky and found anything that I like. So uh, secondhand, I'm also trying to be a little bit more conscious of how I buy Um it's obviously not perfect but you know fast fashion world and like the environment <clears throat> whatever but anyways I've like even cleared out my closet um because I'm just like I'm so sick of having so many clothes and I have a pile of fabric I'll get into that like old clothes that I'm just not gonna use or sell and I'm kind of setting them aside but back to the sleep so I hired a sleep coach and it's like a two to three week process of, well, that's the package I got. And they walk you through everything, um, through the phone, FaceTime, um, support throughout, I, I don't know, I don't want to say 24 seven cause it's obviously not 24 seven. Um, like, you know, they got to sleep, but like you, you're communicating throughout the entire day. Um, and they help you with like wake windows, figuring out like if he only slept for 30 minutes, what's going on? Like, well, woke him up and what's his sleep environment, all that stuff. Right. And I thought I maybe needed like guidance step-by-step and support throughout it. Cause clearly what I was getting from the guides, something was just not working for me. And the biggest thing was that I'll say that I'm happy that we got this out of it was the he's he can fall asleep independently now and it took us about two weeks so I can set him down after his like three hour 30 minute wake window I can set him down and he doesn't cry anymore and will fall asleep independently and so that's been amazing because I have saved so much time so much stress and so that's been good but the other part is the process itself wasn't the most pleasant for me in a few ways. I, when I had the consultation to figure out if it's a good fit for both of us, they claim to not be a, they don't do like the cry it out method and controversial topics coming up. What I believe is that you, like, a lot of people think you can let them cry out, cry it out or whatever, and they learn to self-soothe or whatever. I do believe in some crying, right? But not the whole cry it out because at that point, I just feel like they fell asleep because they're so tired from crying. Um, and so I felt like there was kind of a good amount of crying and I was like, whoa, you said gentle, like no crying. And the process of it was just so you understand what I'm saying um there's like a three minute timer that you start when there's a 10 out of 10 cry and then you go in to do a check-in for 30 seconds same thing if you leave the room and they're crying another three minute timer next check-in is 45 seconds and so on 
60 seconds and then two minute is the last check-in and then you start over at 30 second checking every three minutes if they're crying and so the first few nights that we, we were doing that I mean we did that whole routine that or that whole rep repetition rep whatever you want to call it of the three minutes check-in 30 seconds three minutes 45 seconds we did that for like 25 to 30 minutes and so at that point I looked at my husband I'm like we're basically letting him cry it out because the check-ins only soothe him for five seconds 10 seconds and then as soon as we left the room it got worse and so we were on this constant cycle and I was just like conflicted with that I was like oh I just I don't like that I don't like him to think that we're not responding to him when he's calling for us and whatnot um and then there's like controversial topics too about if babies can self-soothe and I'm like in between kind of but more on like not really I I went to school for psychology and a lot of it actually does talk about child psychology and like child development and there's a lot that supports that that part of the brain so it's like on your frontal lobe of your brain you can't really self-soothe until you're older like kindergarten age and so that's where I'm conflicted because a lot of these sleep trainers they go by we're teaching them to self-soothe so they can be independent at sleeping and I see it more as like self-settling they're learning well if I'm crying the top of my lungs mom is not responding so I'm just not gonna do that anymore but it's still not helping him you you know what I mean like he's still not learning I'm let me self-soothe myself he's more so understanding you know his behavior what's coming after that okay so that's not working for me so I'm just gonna stop the crying um I don't know that's kind of like the way I've I view it and if you do like cry it out or whatever there's no shame in anything that I'm saying and I'm not attacking anyone because I myself have had to do some cry it out sessions just because I just needed the break I couldn't do it I needed to remove myself whatever it is because it gets hard you guys baby crying is hard like it's hard to hear it's hard to deal with and so I I've had to do some of that too because sometimes that's for the best and there's nothing wrong if you you know if a baby cries for a little bit like you're nothing's gonna happen to them but the way I wanted to go about the sleep was a way more gentler type of way just because I didn't want like already he hated going to sleep every time he saw like the crib the sleep sack like it was like a full-on he would start you know crying and just worked himself up and I didn't want him to have that association with like sleep like it was so such a negative thing um but I stuck through I stuck through it with like the crying here now and well I did say if we're on like day five and it's still like this bad I'm just gonna like try and figure something out have a different way where I can still help him a little bit but make sure that I'm not putting him to sleep because that was the goal Um, but that was the one thing the second thing was the communication styles between the coach and myself we were butting heads Um, the schedule was kind of strict like 
nap in the morning was at 10 a.m. And then the afternoon nap was at 2 and bedtime at 7. That's kind of what we shoot for. And there was a lot of like the first week. I uh, We have lives, obviously. And I had to run out and do some things. And so I waited for, for him to wake up from his a.m. nap. Which would usually end at like 11, 11.30. And then I had to go to the pharmacy. So I'm like, I'm going to go to the pharmacy when he's awake. And we did that. But then he fell asleep in the car. It is a little bit of a drive for us. And so he fell asleep in the car for like 15 minutes. And well, what am I going to do? I'm, I'm driving. <laughs> he fell asleep. And you're updating the, the sleep coach the entire time and she's asking you how he's doing whatever and so I was like he actually fell asleep in the car and then she gave me a lecture on you know next time maybe plan around and have his naps in the car if you have to go somewhere and so I was like okay I'll try that next time and then a couple days later I had to do some things in the morning for my work I had to drop some things off and I was like, okay, so we're going to go in the morning. So he wakes up at 7 and he needs to go to sleep or take his first nap at 10. So perfect. I am going to go drop everything off at 10 so he could sleep a little bit in the car. Also because I knew we were probably going to be in the car for a good 30 minutes. And that's a good enough nap. And then coming back home, that would also be another nap. And... Then I got a lecture for for that. I would have liked if it was at home. Preferably at home. Is what she said. And I was just like. I was so frustrated at that point. Um, I told my husband like. I'm just. I'm, I'm the person that wants to understand how everything works. The why. The reasoning. Everything. So I. I just felt like I wasn't getting my questions answered. Like. How do you know or how are you adjusting the nap by 15 minutes? Like, what's the reasoning behind that? And it was a lot of like, well, it just depends. Depends on how he's acting. Depend. It's like, well, you haven't asked me how he's acting and you adjusted the time. Like, how, why did you do that? So there was a lot of like that type of communication. That I was just getting frustrated. And then, of course, the, so do you want me to not take him on the car for his naps? Or be awake. My dog can't get comfy. So you can hear him. Um, so then that was another issue. Because I was like. What? You're like contradicting a lot of what you're telling me. Like it was a lot of. Flip flopping on her words. And I was just getting frustrated. I was like oh my god. Um, the biggest thing for me. And I put a stop to it. Was. Like so. He wasn't sleeping through the night. We're still working on that. He's still not sleeping through the night. It's getting better. But the first week, he was just waking up. And it was there was a lot of change for him. We put him in his room. He was in his crib by himself now. And he was used to just kind of always nursing to sleep. And so we were moving away from that. And he was having a hard time, of course. He's a baby. And her thought process would always just come back to is he in pain does he need Tylenol Motrin does he need 
And so <clears throat> there is a lot of suggestions to just give up Tylenol or her suggestion was Motrin. Especially because she was thinking that he was teething. And I was just like, wait a minute. I don't think he's in pain. And the reason I didn't think he was he was in pain was because every time like either my husband or I or I when we did the check-in, he would be calm. He would, you know, be okay. And he was just crying because he was, you know, learning a new transition or he was transitioning to sleeping in his crib and his own room and whatnot. And it wasn't the first time that this was suggested. And I would simply just say, yeah, I don't think he's in pain. Or if I saw some like teething during the day or whatever, I would do like, uh, I have like this teeth oil that I think works great. I can tell it works on him. And she would say like the teeth oil is just by itself. It's, it's not enough. Motrin is great for teething or whatever, stuff like that. And so, like, at some point I was thinking, like, is he in pain? Like, is something going on? Um, but then again, like, he would be fine when we would walk into the room. And, um, you know, so I started doing other options. Like, maybe he's just going to bed hungry. Like, my supply is dropping. And so I would add a bottle. And, like, I started playing around with that. And that actually has helped so much. Um, so I think it was that. Like, maybe he just wasn't getting enough milk in the evening for him to stay asleep longer and she suggested on like three different occasions like three days almost like three days straight I feel like have you giving him meds and have you this and that and um and then like at some point she was like you know you should give him some meds now so that you could also give him meds at bedtime like and it was like in the afternoon so it's like, give him meds now so that, you know, it's time again to give him meds for bedtime. And I was like, listen, that was kind of the last for me. I was like, I absolutely am not against meds if he needs them. Okay, but I am going to hold off as long as possible or until I truly see that he needs medication. Like, I'm not going to just give him meds just because... Or just to see if that's what it is. And you know she was. Yep totally your choice. That was her message. Um, so that was like one thing too. That I was being put off by. But anyways. I feel like the sleep talk is just going on forever. So we were dealing with that. That's the point. And it was. It's been really hard. Honestly. Like it's been so stressful. I've been so like. Out of it. My mood has just crashed. And I'm just. I haven't been feeling myself. Or on top of it. So this week, I feel like it's Friday for me. Um, and so this week, I feel like he's done so well. This would be week three. And he's not crying to sleep anymore. So woohoo. But yeah, my experience, I mean, overall, I think I, I think her support and like guiding us through like the check-ins and like stuff like that was very helpful but the rest of it and the communication and that kind of stuff was just kind of hard and we just butted heads and it was adding to all the stress and chaos but he's doing much better now um what else we I also wanted to sleep train so that he wasn't like co-sleeping or depending on like 
nursing to sleep because we're my husband and I are going on a trip and so it's gonna be the first time that we leave him and I am excited for the trip but I am just ugh, I can't I am I'm like getting stressed out just thinking about it it hurts me to my core to have to leave him like I just ugh, I like oh I get butterflies in my tummy like I'm so nervous to leave him alone and he's gonna be perfectly fine with he's gonna be perfectly safe but I'm just you know it's my first time leaving my baby and I'm just nervous but it's gonna be fine and now that he's sleeping a lot better and he has a little bit more of a a routine for his naps it's gonna be fine and he's gonna be a much happier baby under somebody else's care and they don't have to deal with (laughs) the struggles and the fights to sleep but yeah that's kind of like what's been going on with that um what else what else do I got going on I think on top of like all that stress of figuring out his sleep and how not to spend my entire day putting him down to sleep I feel like I'm finally coming out of like a storm (laughs) that I was in my head I have been just so uninspired so fatigued so unmotivated for anything and again, if I'm not feeling my my tank of my, you know, creativity and doing the things that I like, I'm just, I don't do well. So that's kind of something I've learned too. I have to keep myself going with leaving a little bit of room for me to do the things that I like because I, I need that. I need that balance in my life. I need that time for my life or else I don't do so well so if if there's something that you enjoy I would say sometimes prioritize that over anything else so for me that meant I'm just not gonna you know do any laundry today or clean anything today so that I can give myself an hour of painting or I've started to do um embroidery embroidery why can't I say that word embroidered embroidered where I started to like stitch sew things uh both by hand and I bought myself a sewing machine so fun fact I've always wanted to be a fashion designer I some of you can see probably where that comes from with my Instagram and playing around with my style but when I was a little girl I I still even have the notebook but I used to draw some of I, I'm gonna actually post it on Instagram <laughs> uh dear underscore podcast I'm gonna post my fashion designs some of them are very cringy like what but honestly artistic skills 10 out of 10 for my age I was probably like elementary probably and I signed them how crazy is that <laughs> But I wanted to be a fashion designer and so I have a notebook full of my designs. And then at some point I wanted to execute them. And I remember asking my mom like, I want to make clothes. And I thought I would start with Barbie clothes. And so she, I remember she took me to Walmart and we bought fabric, needles, thread. Uh, what else? 
I mean, whatever I could think of that I could put on a Barbie. And, of course, like, it wasn't very good. Like, it was all crooked and, you know, whatever. But I was making Barbie clothes. And middle school, I actually took, they had these homemade class. And I chose the one where they taught you how to sew. And so I remember learning how to thread a machine. There's lots of machines out there, so... You, they all kind of have like the same basics, but they they can be different. And so, I don't know. I've just been thinking for a while about teaching myself, like actually teaching myself. Because I do, I feel like I do know a little bit from that class. And it stuck with me because I, I wanted to do it. I was going to be a fashion designer. <laughs> and I went for it. I was like, I'm going to start this. And here's my problem that I'm also working on. I feel like I start things and never finish them. And that is shown, I I have art pieces that I've worked on and never really finished them. So that's one of my goals. I need to just finish all the art I have started and see what I want to do with it. Um, The diamond painting stuff that I posted on my social media, my personal one, I have not finished that. You basically just stick these diamonds on a sticky paper and it's, they have numbers and it's an image I haven't finished that so I need to get on that too but I'm just very determined for the sewing machine I'm actually looking at it right now (laughs) but I so the fabric that I've been putting aside the old clothes that I just know I can't sell and I'm just sick and tired of some of the shirts I've had for 12 20 years so I'm gonna just practice on that fabric and then get this ironically I came across an Instagram reel of this girl thrifting and I love to watch thrift videos because I'm like how do you guys find cool stuff and then you can see how they style it and I thought it was one of those and she grabbed what was it it was a t-shirt I can't remember but she actually turned it into like a toddler romper a toddler piece And I was like, that's genius. And so now that I have my sewing machine, I want to do that. I want to learn how to do that. But the thing that is actually the biggest motivator and actually the number one reason why I bought the machine, I want to be the one to tailor all of my baby's shirts. If you're new here, he has a limb difference. Talked about it on the other episodes, so you can check those out if you want to know more about that um and so on his right arm obviously the shirts long sleeves are too long and so right now the baby clothes I don't care to fix because I just roll it up and if I have a second baby then I can reuse some of that stuff so I don't necessarily want to make any changes I do want to practice on a couple so I'll I'll keep you posted and see if I figure it out but I want to be the one to tailor all of his shirts. So I am learning. I am teaching myself YouTubing videos. And we'll see where it takes me. I'm actually really excited about it. Because imagine if I can like tailor even my own stuff. Or if I can even create something. Like a dress, shorts. Really excited. Uh, so that's kind of where I'm at right now. That's kind of been my little creative outlet for me 
I was gonna say something on that. What was I gonna say? Oh, the embroidered stuff. I'm gonna post a picture too on this because I'm actually really proud of this one. I am also thinking of selling this. I I do have a baby shop, babynava.com. I sell um, obviously baby clothes, but I just I buy and resell them, so I don't make the clothes. But maybe that will change if I get really good at this. But I embroidered my baby's name on a onesie and I saw a video on this cool is it a trick a stitching trick or a technique and you do this by hand and so I sat one night and I was just you know embroidering this onesie I have to post a picture because it came out so stinking cute that it got me thinking I'm obviously going to keep this forever. It's going to be like the, the onesie that you keep. You know how your mom's kept your, how your mom kept your baby clothes? Why did I space on that? <laughs> you have like that one onesie or that one dress. I know my mom has this, no offense, very ugly blue puffy dress. Like, come on. I know it was the 90s, but for a baby, that was a lot of fabric. Uh, but, you know, you keep you keep like some baby items because you, you just want to, you know, keep some of their baby stuff. And this is just going to be the absolutely the one that I'm going to keep. I love the colors I used. I loved how it turned out. I love the way it looks. Like, I just, I loved everything about it. And it got me thinking, and maybe you can tell me, but I feel like, it's a good way for moms to keep that. And so I'm thinking either I could just get basic onesies and either the right size so your baby could still wear it or if you just if your baby's older and you want to have something still to keep with their name or something personalized that is just a regular onesie, a small onesie with their name embroidered and you just keep it forever. Like I, in a heartbeat, would buy one and I obviously know there are other people other stores that do this but I don't know maybe that's something I can add to baby nava if if you guys are interested let me know dear underscore podcast say hey I listened to your podcast that onesie idea is a really cool idea let me know because I will gladly do it it was so easy it was so fun and again I love to play around with being creative and like Anyways, you're, you're going to see it because I'm going to post it because I'm so proud of it <laughs> and it looks so good. So if you're a mom or a daddy and you want something like that, let me know because I think we're on to something. Uh, what else has been going on? Okay, yeah, so the inspiration part of me, I feel like is somewhat back. I, I want to be a positive person. But it's so easy, human nature, to fall back to the negative or just be negative because it's what we do. Um, but I really just want to stick on the positive side and really find the good in everything. And I think finally I'm just feeling a little bit lighter with having a little bit more control of my life in the sense of 
the baby sleeping, making sure he's as happy as can be, and then myself having structure to get work done in between, do the things I like, and I feel like that has helped bring some inspiration back, and I've like started posting a little bit more on social media with my outfits, I didn't realize how much I missed that, and a big part of that too is just getting dressed, and I've said this a lot, for me, and maybe you should try it if you're struggling, but for me, if I get dressed, and I just either feel comfy that day, because that's what I'm going for, or if I want to feel edgy, or if I want to feel empowered, like, I play around, and whatever outfit gives me that feeling for the day, that's what I'll do, and I've always said, I don't have like a specific style. I think I go off of my mood. I obviously have preferences of what I like and what I think fits well with my body. But I recommend that. Just have some time to get dressed and have that outfit make you feel a certain way because that has been a game changer for me and I like posted a pic last week or so and I was like, wait, I forgot how much I missed this. Okay, I'm back. I had to like take a break from my allergies. I was so congested and you could obviously hear it. I talk about, I feel like my allergies in every episode, but oh, it's so annoying. Like I just can't figure it out. Last time I said it was probably the window, but I'm recording in a different place completely different place not near a window and I just I don't know what it is because I'm not congested 24 7 through my day and every time I, I record I'm congested can somebody explain that to me <laughs> I'm getting congested as we speak but you know what at this point I'm gonna be happy about the allergies because that means spring is here and I need summer I need to have some heat and it's been a long winter and I'm over it. But anyways, so yeah, that's kind of been my goal. I want to be, I am feel inspired again. And then something too that I have found that I really enjoy is making TikToks, but not just like any type of like TikTok, voiceover TikToks. I enjoy doing the voiceover TikToks. Uh, I have a good amount of the some Kardashian voiceover TikToks and I don't know they're just fun I get to do a little bit of the acting that I miss yes I also was in the acting world when I was younger oh younger I'm almost 30 can we believe that because I can't like I'm a full grown adult and sometimes I just, I don't feel like I'm even an adult. But anyways, I should. I have a baby. Hello. I am definitely an adult. But that's been my goals. I want to feel inspired again. And I am breaking it down little by little. Doing little goals every day to get me going so that I do feel inspired. And the biggest thing I think that... I just want to focus on is having a fun life. I just like we all want to have fun, right? But I don't know if it's since becoming a mom or just being in like this funk that I'm so sick of that I'm finally like 
I just want to have fun. I want to get out there. I want to explore. I want to have adventures. And that could be the Sagittarius in me. But I just want to get out there and enjoy every piece of my day. So whether that's even with cleaning, I'm going to put some music and I'm going to enjoy it. Or going on a walk or whatever. Also, we uh, now that it's nicer out, we went on a walk. And it is so fun to see the baby. I don't, he has this thing where he like holds, holds on to, like he puts one of his arms on, it's not an armrest, but it looks like an armrest in his stroller. And it's the cutest thing ever, but he also is just like blabbing. I don't know what he's saying, what he's looking at, but he's taking nature in and talking to I assume nature and it's the cutest thing ever because he's legit having a full on conversation <laughs> minding his business with his little arm on that little armrest but that's been fun like I think also seeing the world through his eyes and just how fun and exciting everything is and how everything must look for him I'm motivated and I'm inspired to just do more of that but yeah that's kind of the goal of where I'm at right now I just want to enjoy as much as possible have fun uh nothing is that serious and that's taken me a long time to accept I feel like I've always been so structured my perfectionist personality has done me more bad than good at this point and I am just letting go some of that I'm like oh I don't want to deal with that anymore but I do feel I'm getting the creative juices flowing and I'm feeling more motivated and I encourage you to do that, to find that. So if you're going to take anything out of this episode, which we were kind of all over the place, but enjoy something that fills your cup and fills your heart and just makes you feel excited for that hour of the day or the next day or whatever it is and make time for that prioritize some sometimes you gotta just prioritize that instead of other things I was the type of person that I if I didn't get all my chores done like I couldn't leave the house because how am I gonna leave the house all messy or you know that's just not the order I would go and my brain would stop me it's like well I gotta do x y and z so that I could and I think honestly that was kind of part of growing up like you can't go out unless you clean your room or you gotta finish your chores first and I don't the other day I was like fuck it I'm gonna leave everything as it is which the kitchen was a mess because I had everything from dinner was still there it was the next day and I was like whatever I'm gonna go out I'm gonna have coffee and an avocado toast somewhere and I'm gonna enjoy the morning and that's exactly what I did and it was so nice and I came back to a messy place but I didn't care and I didn't feel as bad as I thought I would I actually felt energized to kind of get going and start cleaning (laughs) so prioritize some of those little filling moments is what I call them I definitely got to set more time aside for the sewing stuff. Um, 
<clears throat> I just gotta do it when the baby's not around because he wants to be involved and it's just chaotic. But yeah, if you're gonna take something out of this episode is find something for yourself, prioritize that, and then the rest follows. And then it's all good. It's not that serious. And you have a much more enjoyable time. And I feel like I'm getting my my fire back, my inspiration. And I'm excited to just keep that going. I'm excited for the summer. I like the baby's older and so he's definitely doing a lot more. So I'm excited for that. I'm excited to get back on the dirt bike. I am not very good at it, but definitely something I want to get good at. So I want to just take the summer and work at it and get good practice. Just have fun and explore and live. But I think that's going to be it for this episode. Kind of a little bit of everything slash life update. But out of everything, my message is stay inspired because everything else follows and then the rest is good, if that makes sense. Anyways, I feel like I'm just going to go on and on about feeling good throughout your days by doing little things. Um, I will post some of those fashion sketches, my designs on dear underscore podcast if you want to see those. I'm, I, I'm, I have to pick a good one because I'm, I'm embarrassed. It's going to be... Oh, we'll, we'll pick a good one. Nobody make fun of me. Okay, I was a little kid with big dreams. I still have big dreams. So, but anyways, I... Oh, the baby's been sleeping for an hour. That's also amazing. But I am gonna get some work done and start editing this episode so I can have it ready for you guys on Wednesday episodes every Wednesday well I try every Wednesday but have a good day evening morning afternoon whatever time it is that you're listening to this and remember stay inspired dream big do what you love prioritize yourself and have a good day everybody that is new thank you for listening everybody that's returning i appreciate you very much thank you for all the support we'll see you on the next one bye